listening to Navy Wife Radio, where we feature great interviews, inspiring stories, and candid conversations. So join us. Hey, this is Seawolf from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Wendy and Marie on Navy Wife Radio, SubmarineWife.com. everybody. Today on Navy Wife Radio, we're talking about creative communication. We want to know how your week was, so be sure to give us a call during our show and pour that cup of tea or coffee and join us for some real conversation. This is Wendy, and I'm here with Marie and Jessica again tonight. Hey, guys. Hello. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Jessica. How are you? Good. You know, Block Talk Radio is so funny. We never know what's going to happen. I didn't hear the Block Talk Radio. Did you hear it? Nope, it didn't play. Yeah, we just started, so... So, yeah, so, um, but thank you guys for listening to us live tonight. We're so excited to have you listening to us. In fact, um, right now I'm going to send a message on MySpace to our people listening to us live. And you go right ahead. I've got Yahoo open. And, of course, for everybody that doesn't know, our Yahoo ID is Navy Wife Radio. So you just go in, you put in Navy Wife Radio, and we'll come up, and you can add us as a friend if we're not already. I'm also putting on that um, we are live, and I'm putting our call-in number up there for people that have questions and comments and want to talk about something. And also, I thought that I would say really quick that we have a lot of new listeners lately, so I wanted to go ahead and read our obsec again, since we used yeah. to read it every show, you know, and go through it, but we kind of been skimping on it, mainly because, you know, we've kind of gotten comfy. So um, I'll let everybody know, obsec is, please, no discussion about movements, dates, boat names, port calls, destinations, mail drops, homecomings, people's names in conjunction with the boat, no spreading rumors, and causing hate and discontent. And, of course, in regards to OBSEC, our posts may not always be in present time. Example, if we were writing a blog about deployments, that does not mean our husband is deployed. If we were writing about a current situation, such as dry dock, shift work, refit, we wait to post these. And so we'll never talk about the boat's condition or status. And that goes along with ships, too, now that we're growing and we have people on ships. That's right. That's right. Yep, so just make so, yeah, sure that was a quickie. We, yeah. You know, you can never say it too many times, really. We have no, you can't. You know, I noticed that we had kind of... We we just say, you know, use your first name, which, of course, that's part of OPSEC, too. Please only use your first name only when calling. Um, don't give us your full name. Don't give us your husband's name. You can um, just give us your first name, and we'll usually ask the area code that you're calling from so that we know who you are on the uh, switchboard. That's right. That's and our it. phone number tonight, if you want to call in, it's 646-652-4629. It's, that's 646-652-4629. And tonight on the show, what we're going to do is, we've never listened to our show before. We spend the, about the first segment of the show talking about how our weeks went, and we, we find out what we've been up to since we last did the show. And um, then we'll give you some Navy news, things that are going on um, in the Navy, and things that are just our favorite, either our favorite website or whatever favorite thing we want to talk about. And then um, later in the show, we're going to talk about creative communication and, uh, you know, unique ways that you can keep in touch with your deployed spouse um, through, you know, journaling or um, keeping a, you know, a pad of paper by the phone in case he does call so you're prepared for that phone call, <laughs> to different kinds of care package themed things, uh, creative communication, what we're going to talk about. And then later, we have some questions that have come through on the website, and we did not get to a couple of them last show, and then we've had yes. a couple of new ones. So yeah. that's what we have planned for everybody tonight, and it's going to be jam-packed and a lot of fun. Oh, and I have a big announcement to make. Ooh. Does it involve money, food, or me visiting? Uh, 
That's up to you. <laughs> it doesn't involve me. <laughs> Uh, are you opening up the, the, you know, the, you know, Wendy de Casa? I mean, I'm just, okay, okay you know, I'm like, go I ahead. something exciting here to do, but hey, Jessica's over there near the, you know, that's California. If I could get on a plane for that long of a period of time, I would so go visit Jessica in California. <laughs> I'm just a big scaredy cat. That's my problem. Okay. So what are we starting off with right now? Weeks? Um, yeah. Yeah. How was your week, Marie? We'll just you know, go, we'll take turns. Okay, um, week has been a week. I don't even feel like it's been a week. I have to say I'm so happy that time is flying by for me. It has just been crazy with soccer and everything that we're doing and work. And so we uh, haven't had too much excitement here. Um, really, I, am I supposed to have something exciting? I just I keep, yeah, I just have to interject real quick. I'm putting a message on MySpace. And you know me and MySpace, it's just so busy on those pages. Uh-oh, and don't get stuck. I'm when getting gets overwhelmed. Yeah. She blows a circuit every time she goes onto that page. In fact, I tell her I can't go onto my sis too often. I apologize to people, but I just can't handle it. I get headaches. Mm-hmm. So it's I know people are, are coming over. So I just want to say, just bear with, you know, bear with us as we get this. And Jessica, I just copied your post that you put up there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, Jessica. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to say, there's really nothing um, big going on here. Just getting into the soccer season, we have our first games. So uh, we, that's what we did this weekend. We had our first games, and it was awesome. So uh, my little girl's team is the Golden Retrievers, which got to love that name. And uh, they, of course, wear these little gold jerseys, and none of them fit. So all of them are wearing these pants that we have to tie in knots, and they all go down to their little knees, and or their little, actually their little ankles. It's so cute. So that's the U6 team. And then my son's playing on the U10 team, so that's getting exciting. You know, they can really play now, and you know, the kids are really good, and they know the game, so it goes back and forth, and you're yelling, and all all fun. And then the base had military, I guess it's the military kids appreciation? It's April, so it should be military yeah, kids April, appreciation. So yeah, yes, so they did the, the big of the military child. <clears throat> yes, yeah, so we did the big family uh, festival thing, and it was really cool. We go and have sack lunches and all that stuff and did everything. Of course, you have to wait in these long lines for the rides and stuff. And by the time we got to the ride that they really wanted to do, there was only two kids in front of us, and then there was lightning. And everybody was like, okay, show's over. You're out of here. And my kids were like, ah. So we went and got ice cream instead. Fun stuff. So, okay, so Jessica, how was, you said you've had a crazy. Yes, oh, yeah. I want to hear all about it. I was right ahead, I got um, my tea. So Friday night, I'm well. Actually, I'm going to pour myself. I'm, I was just saying I had poured myself a drink yet. So sorry if you hear running. Uh, <laughs> water. Okay, so everybody ignore Wendy and I and listen to Jessica. <laughs> yes. Um, Saturday, actually, it was technically Saturday morning. I was up probably oh about 1 a.m. Just um, I caught my husband on the computer, so we were emailing back and forth, which is oh. rare to be able to do. Now, yeah, how is that? Can you, like, you're saying emailing back and forth, like, as in, like, not IMing, but you can email, and, like, he gets it, and you can email back? Yeah, if he, if he, <gasps> if he sends me an email, and I happen to notice it pop up there, sometimes I'll email him back and say, hey, are you there? And, and it goes right back and forth? Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes oh, that is so like cool. Lot, most of the time, there's a delay or, you know, 10-minute delay, and you can't do it. But we got lucky that night, and we're able to. And um, I hear this big thud in my bedroom, so I jump up. It was kind of odd because I didn't hear any cry or anything, and my kids um, 
they fall out of the bed sometimes because they're feeling high. <laughs> so I run in there, and my son is laying on the floor completely unconscious. <gasps> I'm flipping out, like, what is going oh, on? You know, no. I'm, obviously he fell out of the bed, and my bed's a really tall bed. Like, you have to have steps to get into it. And um, the thud was he hid into my closet door. So oh, I'm no. panicking, and I call the hospital, oh, and I'm like, well, like should I? When I when he sat up, he turned his head and his he started screaming. His neck hurt. His neck hurt. Like once, finally, once you know, I got his attention and everything, and he he came to. And so I you know made him lay down right away. And I thought, well, what do I do? I I mean, he's awake and everything. He's not just you know laying there, but obviously he's hurt. So. Um, I called the hospital, and of course the hospital tells me, well, we can't give you anything, over any instructions over the phone, so if you think it's an emergency, call 911. So I'm like, oh, no. So I end up calling 911, and they end up taking us all the way, an hour away to the children's hospital. And fortunately, though, they did x-rays, and he was he was okay. He just sprained his neck. So, oh, my gosh. That must be painful. <laughs> well, thank goodness that was all it was. <laughs> Oh, I'm so thankful that's all it was. And okay, I, tell I, me now, are they going to be still sleeping in the bed now after that? Because I would be, I'd be like, I'm sorry, guys, you're either making a bed on the floor or <laughs> your own beds that are lowered to the floor, because I would be paranoid. I did pillows, like, all over the place, <laughs> like, everywhere. <laughs> the, <laughs> so now, like, it's a bedtime ritual because I cannot, when Dad's gone, there's no way I can get them in their own rooms. So I'll just, oh, I'm afraid and panic. And, oh, God. So, yeah, so now we're doing the pillow thing. I've got probably 20 pillows in here, and every I even put a pillow on the nightstand, so if they fall and roll under the nightstand, they hit a pillow. So there's, like, <laughs> pillows everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's like some swanky 60s club. That sounds pretty yeah. neat. There's just pillows. When you walk in, people will be like, what are you doing in here? Oh, talk about a panic. Oh, but I, you know what I have to say, and this really touched my heart. Um, of course, my daughter, it was funny because she slept through the whole thing. I mean, the emergency crew coming in and everything, and she slept through the whole thing, and um, a really sweet lady across the street, um, she's actually, I think she's an FRG president. Anyways, I banged on her door in the, you know, 1 o'clock in the morning, and she was just completely there for me and helped me out. Oh, how awesome. My daughter, so that was wonderful, so. I'm so thankful to her, and thank you. Isn't it amazing how people, people, now, is she a military spouse or is she a civilian? Um, yeah, she's you said, I think, oh, spouse. you said FRG. Oh, that's my cold yes. medicine speaking. I apologize. <laughs> Actually, her daughter is my regular babysitter, so. Oh, very, oh so she would even know her if she got up. Oh, yeah, yeah, so. Don't you love how so people nice come to your knee, your aid like that? Oh, I know. I was so thankful because if she wasn't there, I don't know what I would have done. I mean, I don't know. I just oh, absolutely. Been so lost. <laughs> But that was my excitement for the weekend. <laughs> well, that's a good le- oh, lesson learned. We have a doctor today, and he's, uh-huh. everything's good. So Very he can good. play, and he's cleared to, you know, do everything normal. So, Phew. All back off the bed. <laughs> yep. Well, I just think that's a good lesson for everyone to kind of make a little mental note. If you don't have someone right now that you go to in the middle of the night, you need to talk to people about that. Talk to your neighbors, even if they're civilians. Yeah, make some, make some friends. Get get. You know, knock on some doors to see because you just mm-hmm. never ever. Know. I've had to do that. I've actually done that. We had to. My actually, my husband had to run me to the emergency run, room one night. I was having um, what was like a migraine, but it was. I've had migraines my whole life, and it was ten times worse. And it, 
it just wasn't right. My whole neck and shoulders got stiff in my arms, and they were concerned, so they told me to come in. And we have two small children, so do you haul them to the emergency room also? And plus it's mom, and you don't want to scare them. Right. So we had a couple come over and stay with our kids while I went to the emergency room one night, and thank goodness for them because I felt so good knowing that they were there that I wasn't worried and wasn't thinking about them, you know, focusing on getting better. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good feeling to know that you have someone when you can call, you know, when when you have to have something like that happen. For sure. Well, is that all your is that your exciting news? That was my exciting news for the weekend. Well, before Wendy goes, I want to apologize to everyone because I don't know if it's a sinus thing or a cold thing, but I have been on cold medicine since this last Friday and I am loopy. Oh. So if I start like making no sense, just tell me. <laughs> so, Wendy, go ahead. What was your thing now? How's your week? You're funny, Marie. Oh, Sorry. Gosh. I'm just um, giving out a warning because I'm literally catching myself. Like, I asked if the FRG leader was in the military. <laughs> nice. Okay, go oh, ahead. Oh, gosh. Um, well, okay, so I want to, okay, first off, I need to say <clears throat> just three words. Rock Chalk Championship. I don't oh, know if you people wanna... watch basketball, <laughs> but in my house, we watch college basketball and all three of us wanted three different people to win. I won Kansas to win. Craig thought North Carolina would win. And little Christian was for Memphis. And, you know, it's our home team. We should have all been rooting for them. And they're a great Technically, team. that's not the home team. You're military. Your home team is whatever you want. Well, yeah, but, you know, everyone around – you drive around here and everything is blue and white. So That's true. <laughs> so it's hard to fight game, it. So if everyone – you know, if you guys watched it or people listening watched it, I just wanted – I had to give a little shout-out there. And, uh, <laughs> it was a great – I don't think it could have been a better game. It was just a heartbreaking loss for Memphis, that's for sure. So that – we did last night. We were up very late. Um, and then the other – speaking of kids and accidents, I Uh-oh. was going to talk about oh. this since <laughs> – Jessica brought it up. Marie, I haven't even told you this. Marie, you need to sit down if you're not sitting down. I'm sitting down. Is my baby Christian, little Christian okay? He hit his head at school and had to have four stitches. <gasps> oh, yes. no. I, oh, my gosh. I don't. I, I still that? haven't gotten the whole story. Him and some kid were supposedly not roughhousing, but somehow Christian fell out of his chair, hit his head uh-huh. on the of his desk, and had a gap in you know above his um eye and we had to take him to the hospital because the clinic didn't see patients on Thursday afternoon. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I need I'm to like, mute myself. What? <laughs> Sorry, go no. Navy. Okay. <laughs> I just wanna say I just left when I was sitting there and you know we're at the hospital and just this one quick part. We're at the hospital and I it never dawned on me to give Christian the the pre um, emergency room, you know, brief, like Christian, you might see people that are sick when we go to the emergency room. You might see someone bleeding. You might see someone really injured. Never I never thought to do that me. either. No, so I've never done that. I've done lots talk of them. To your kids about, yeah. So we go, and you would think, every, I've got spoiled with Camden <laughs> County because it's a smaller hospital. There's mm-hmm. usually rooms. Everyone gets their own room when they come into the emergency room. Well, they and have you really don't see anything beds. big. They had hall beds. We were in hall bed number two. What? We were in the hall. Oh, my goodness. Yes, in the hall. And this is a nice hospital. Well, you're in a real city. Like down here, uh-huh. I mean, a people that really get hurt, honestly, they get sent into the city of Jacksonville. They aren't even seen locally. I mean, you just don't see any really, really bad stuff. 
Or it's not oh, that much. Gosh. I know I'm upsetting people. I'm sorry, any nurses or doctors. We just don't see a lot of it. We're small town. We're very, <laughs> yes, exactly. So Christian got his stitches right there in hallway bed number two. Was he a big boy? He was, he was. We kept, we tried to talk about ice cream and Star Wars and everything else. So, But he's fine. So that happened. And, uh, Tom, I hope he gets a really cool scar. <laughs> Tom, I hope he has something to brag about and he can make up. Tom, I know Mom's like, oh, heavens, no. No, Tom, he can brag about something. He'd be like, yeah, this one time I was downtown in Memphis. And Tom to make up some really cool story. <laughs> Completely lie. It's the only time you're allowed to lie. Make up a good story. I think Craig was like, you know, chicks dig scars. They do. I'm telling you. So anyway, that 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 happened there, and you know, we we're starting soccer like you, and um, there's always this, you know, dilemma, you know, for for moms that are listening to us that you know work a 40 hour work week. Mm-hmm. So this week was really hard because it was Craig's first week, or last week was hard because I took a week off because he was on leave, and then I went back to work, and it was really hard. I just wanted to put that out there. You know, I didn't have enough leave to take um, well, the yeah, full more. time because we're taking we're <laughs> taking leave in the summer that I'm trying to save for, and uh, so it's you know that age old dilemma. You know, how do you balance it all? Have it all? Do it all? It's all about balance. It all, you know, <laughs> and so it was hard for. It was really hard for me to go to work and Christian be at school and Craig be home. Well, it's it's really hard, too, I'm sure, for a lot of moms out there. I know there are a lot of moms that don't have to work, that maybe their paycheck isn't relied on to, Mm -hmm. you know, put into the household income, but yet they still, you know, they're working, they're, you know, professionals, they they have a job that they love and they do it well, and for them especially, too, to know that I don't even have to go, but I have to go back, I'm sure that's a dilemma for a lot of women, especially after homecomings. Or when your kid's oh, yeah. sick, hurt, <laughs> stitches, poor Christian. I know. So, so that was kind of a kind of a, a reality check last week as to what happened. So, okay, well tonight, if we if you're listening to us live and you want to give us a call, I was over in the chat room and sent a little message. Oh, I need to. I, I moved away from it because I didn't want to get distracted while I was talking. Um, so yeah, you guys might want to check out the. Um, yeah, I'm opening the chat. I forgot to open the chat room. The chat room and um, on in, on instant message. If you want to send us a message, it's Navy Wife Radio on Yahoo. Our phone number. If you want to call in, um, we will give that out to you. And of course, now that I'm talking about it, I don't have. Oh, here it is. Four six six five two four six two nine. That's six four six six five two four six two nine is our number. And um, so, yes, yeah, so that's what happened for me in the week. Do you, I guess we can talk about um, any kind of Navy news. Do you guys have anything that's Well, Navy I have three things. I have a civilian news, a Navy news, and a wife news. So which one do you want now, and do you want to do some after the break, or do you want to do them all now? They're not long. No, no, let's just do them now. And then okay. Well, we'll start with civilian news. I call it the civilian news. Isn't that cute? Um, and I told Wendy about this earlier. This was just the craziest thing to me, and I'm actually bringing it up again on the show, is that there was a dad, a new dad, um, his wife just had a baby, and he went on to eBay, and he put up a blank onesie, uh, just a white oh, yeah, onesie, yeah, yeah, yeah. and said, um, I'm auctioning off my child's onesie's space for advertisement. And it was supposed to be like this funny ha-ha thing, and he has got people bidding on it. Like, you know, over $50 worth of stuff to put, you know, a name of a company or whatever on the onesie. 
That's just it, crazy. I just thought that that was hilarious. So I, all of you draw the line? What if it's something you know? I guess you can make. I know. I thought I know exactly where you're going. I know. What if it's something you wouldn't want on there? So I guess you have to make up your own rules or whatever. You can do whatever the heck you want. It's your eBay thing. But um, I just thought that that was really crazy. So if anybody's out there and wants to make some extra money and they have a baby, I guess you can put up your, you know, Grand Animals Walmart T-shirt, you know, that you only spend 2 $3 on and put, you know, whatever kind of tire store or something across it and maybe get paid for it. So I just thought that was really crazy. So that was my civilian news. Um, my um, – I'll go ahead and do my Navy news is um, – I know some of you might have read this on uh, the Navy Times – did you hear about the mom and the the service member's wife? It was a service member had passed away. He had died in, while serving overseas, um, and it was either Iraq, Iraq or Afghanistan, I think. Um, and he did not have a will. This is a huge thing. This is what my husband and I are trying to do right now: is still finish a will, and he's gone. This is not easy to do. Um, oh and gosh. The mother and what the... What happened, Marie? Why didn't you go to legal and just do it? What happened? Okay, well, we'll get to that in a second. That's a whole little story. No, seriously, as soon as I come back from break, I'm going to talk to you about the will. We need because... to talk about that because there's there's people listening to us that need... Oh, I, I just I... believe it. if it applies to one of us, it applies to all of us. Oh, it so applies to all of us, and I am so going to out the, our legal on the air. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's bad. I'm unhappy with them, so unhappy. And this woman will be lucky if I don't change the first letter of her name when I talk about it. Um, anyway, so, okay. Okay. So this mother and her, the service member's wife, so the mother and daughter-in-law, were arguing about how the son, sh- where the son should be buried, and also the the wife and the deceased husband, you know, at the time before, of course, he had left, had talked for over a year about having children, and whatever they had talked about, that's their business. But the wife had planned on using artificial insemination and using the husband's sperm to still have a baby even after he had passed. Oh, I read this. Yeah. And the mother was saying, absolutely not. And I was just, I was floored for so many different reasons. One, I was upset with the guy because, you know, he was going and he should have had a will because no matter what, you don't want your mother and wife to be arguing about having to argue about anything. It should be your wishes. They should be black and white. And the fact that there was a mother grieving and a wife grieving and that they were fighting broke my heart because both of those women should be, like, you know, consoling each other and being there for each other, and instead they're fighting. So what happened was they actually confiscated the sperm and kept it until a decision had been reached because she was going to go to court over it. The wife was. And finally, I I wasn't going to skim over that, all right, because I don't want to think. Okay, go ahead. So anyway, I just want to say that it has been resolved. And the the mother and wife, I guess, both have agreed that they were both in a grieving state in a bad place. And they are now working together. So thank God they are, because how awful is that? There is nothing harder than the wife and the mother. Oh, I know. So, so we're going to talk about wills then later on. We'll give a little story about a will and what, why you should have one. And I'll go over I actually have the paperwork here at the house, so I just went over it. And some of the things that are in it that you just don't think are in there or wouldn't even think of. So we can talk about that later. And I don't want to hog any more time. So um, I have a wife idea, but I'm going to save that to after the break. So does anybody else have the Navy news? I thought it was oh. cool. Um, the Nimitz is, was pulled into Hong Kong this weekend. Yes, I'm very glad they weren't turned away and thrown things at. I know, and why are they in Hong Kong? (laughs) 
Thank you, Hong Kong. <laughs> That's all Wendy, I did you have one? Um, you know, the new PT uniform's out. We talked about that last week. Yes. But I actually saw the color. And, you know, I think it would have been cool if they would have put a big N on the front because then it would have looked. See, I like think that a... would have been kind of gay. <laughs> it, the way that it looks now, it's just a really bright yellow shirt. I know. I I don't mind it. I well, it has a little navy thing on the front. It's like we're ever gonna wear it. I mean, that's like Wolverine. Well, see, my husband never wears it either. Even if they're issued, I end up sleeping in the shirt, so I do wear it. I just well, like that's it. the thing. Now they'll have to wear. They have to wear them. Sorry. Yeah, it's a it's mandatory PT uniform now. Yeah. Does the Mariners know this? Marie. I know, I'm the just, Navy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't picture them all listening and wearing the same uniform. Uh, yeah. I guess I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm used to seeing the guy running in his Budweiser T-shirt with his, you know. I know, the Navy was the only people that didn't have to. I know, we're quite lenient, aren't we? Yes. Oh, I had something new. I had something. Okay. I just saw something about um, USAA. And... Down in San Diego, I'm going to find it really quick while we're talking about it. Uh, down in San Diego, what is the baseball team down there? <laughs> I'm sorry, I just have to laugh. There's somebody in the chat room, Corey's uh-huh. Angel, just wrote, some Mariners don't PT, and she laughing. she's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> funny, very funny. Okay, sorry, come on, I'm, I'm just giggling. I just didn't think Well, see, that's the thing. I mean, I'm like searching for this thing while you're talking. Uh, if you heard of America Supports You, you guys heard of that, right? It's a great mm-hmm. DOD, you know, initiative with all kinds of neat things for um, supporting the troops. Well, USAA just paid for like a thousand service members to go see. I, I want to say it was a Padres game as part of their Military Appreciation Day. Oh wow! And I just thought that was so great. Another reason why we love USAA. And I'm trying to get cool. the actual picture off the America. Saves website because I had it up and then I closed my window and now I don't see it. So I'm pretty sure that's San Diego has the Padres, don't they? Uh, I think so. Yes. I know St. Louis has the Cardinals. I'm not helping people. <laughs> oh, here Sorry. it is right here. It wasn't a thousand. See the thing. I was looking for people in baseball uniforms, but it's not. It's people. In military uniform, it says, um, USAA provided sailors from the Naval Station Point Loma nearly 1,000 tickets to the San Diego Padres April 4th Military Appreciation Night. Uh, At the game, the Padres will will be wearing camouflage jerseys and military members and their families will be featured throughout the game. USAA is providing 5,000 tickets to the greater San Diego military community. Isn't that awesome? That's cool. That is very great. I thought that was so great. So, So, yeah. Our hats off to the USA once again. So, all right, we ready for our break? I think so. Okay, everyone, we'll be right back. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. USAA salutes military spouses for your service and sacrifice on the home front. Whether it's preparing for deployment, having a baby, or making that next PCS move, we'll help you navigate through all the stages of military life. We've served families like yours for more than 84 years, and we can help you achieve your financial goals. Log on to USAA.com for a free financial assessment, or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 877-806-5033 for advice on everything from credit cards to life insurance. 
USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer. Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA, we know what it means to serve. Welcome back, everyone. This is Wendy, and I'm here with Marie and Jessica. And tonight we're talking about creative communication and different things that you can do to um, keep the home fires burning, keep the romance going, however you can do it while you're having a, quote, long-distance relationship, because that's really what it is. Uh, yeah. And, um, so we have lots of we have lots of things in Marie. Um, you know, her husband just left, Jessica's husband's gone, mine just got home, so we have a bunch of different points of view to share, and we want to hear from you, too. So if you're listening to us and you want to give us a call and tell us how you create, you know, do some creative things for communication with your deployed spouse. We want to hear from you. Our number is 646-652-4629. That's 646-652-4629. Hopefully the phone lines are working because sometimes it's not always the case. Well, hopefully this time it will. I know while we're waiting on people and before we get into that, I will I'll share my quick my little wife news. It's actually not news. It's a little idea. Uh-huh. And this is from um, a friend of mine. She is so creative and so funny. She got this idea from watching one of your favorite shows, John and Kate Plus Eight. Okay, and yeah, I love John and she Kate. Has, she has her own little you know, group of kids, and she's got all this laundry to do. And I was complaining, too, about I have all this laundry to do. And she goes, you know what I just did? And I said, what? And she goes, I took my clothes up to Bubbles, and for $1.25 a pound, they will wash and fold your clothes. And I thought, that is genius. Have you ever had, like, one of those moments where you just didn't ca- get caught up? Like, she had gone or on a vacation over spring break, and she came back, and, you know, having so many kids and trying to get caught up on laundry and stuff. So she thought and did that on her own, and I thought she was just a genius. I'm like, I, I, for $1.25 a pound, wash and fold my clothes. I thought that was brilliant. So I'm thinking of all the times, like, maybe, like, when your husband's deployed and everyone's sick in the house, and, you know, for, like, one week straight, you really don't get anything done. And things just oh, pile yeah, up. Oh yeah, I'm all about that. I'm all and then, about yeah. And then yeah. just instead, just take it all in, and by the end of the day, somebody has washed and folded and folded all of your clothes. All you do is you go home and you put them away. <laughs> what is this bubble place? Is that some I guess it's a I guess it's a laundromat. So I'm sure you can call other laundry places and see. I'm guessing that's what it is. Cool. So anyway, I just thought that was a cute little deployment. Well, not even if you're not even, you know, on a no, even but I just thought that was a great way. Idea. Yeah, I just thought that was a great way, especially when you feel like you just can't catch up. That's just one of the mm-hmm. things you could check off your list for the day, even if you don't want to use it all the time. See, that's the one area I always slack mm-hmm. in, too. It's like I let them build up till the, okay, we got to wash clothes. <laughs> yeah, somebody needs underwear, socks. Yep. See, I'm one of those people that likes to do a load every night, and Wendy and I talked about this. She has laundry days, and she'll do it, like, what, once a week, Wendy? That's what I do, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I can't do that. To me, it drives me crazy to look at it. So I'm the person that I wash a load every night, and it's usually a small load, sometimes every other night for, like, just whites, if I don't have enough whites. But I do one little laundry, and in the morning, I'm, I have, like, OCD when it comes to a routine. So then I get up in the morning, and I fold whatever, you know, I switched over, and then that's it. And then there's never a well, see, thing of People are going to hate me when I say this, but at our house, okay, Christian's almost 12, so I will – put away his laundry but he washes his own clothes he puts it in the washer and the dryer and will fold it and i'll and i will help him put it away 
I think that's reasonable. Now we're the and opposite. Craig, yeah. Craig does his own laundry. I know people are going to be like, oh, but he he does his own laundry. We were talking about that earlier. My husband does laundry. In fact, he'll do everyone's laundry. Like, he doesn't have a problem washing the clothes and whatever. But the problem is he ruins all of my clothes. Yeah. And that's why I know that's how you guys did it, too. That's why, you know, mainly one of the good reasons why Craig does his own laundry. And that's why Nick, I tell him, it's so funny. I tell him he can do all the squares, which means towels, sheets. Um, throw covers, anything but it's square. whatever works it's for you. I mean, I'm yeah. a firm believer, whatever works for you. And sometimes I do do his laundry. Sometimes I do Christian. It's not like a steadfast rule. But mm-hmm. on the, you know, if we're on our routine and what we're doing, we're, you know, normally do, that's how it works. So well, I just say whatever works for people works. You shouldn't do something just because. Oh, no. And what and what I do, I do a little different than Wendy. I actually do all the washing normally in the we house. We are talking about laundry. We have <laughs> got to talk about something more interesting. People are going to be like, okay, oh, well, what are you talking about? Okay. I was just going to say that my kids, I make them do all the putting away. I wash, but then... I hand Zach his stuff, he folds and puts away, and Michaela even, my little five-year-old, she folds and hangs up her own clothes. So, see, you're not mean. I just wanted to make sure that you knew you're not mean. Okay. Of course, people think they're both mean. <laughs> <laughs> I iron my husband's uniform. I love him. I know. I oh, I iron him. my husband's, too, if he's really sweeter if I have the time oh, I'm ironing as it Go goes. Ahead. I do trying it. to make it sound better. Oh, you better trust me. It's not all the time. Now he looks at me. Okay, I still get the phone calls at like 8.30 in the morning, 8.33 a.m. that says, hey, can you get my blues ready? And I go, huh? And I said, he's calling me, by the way, I'm in the grocery store or at the gym or something first thing in the morning. And he calls me while I'm somewhere. He knows this. And he'll say, yeah, can you get my blues ready? I didn't know that there was this thing this morning. I'm like, and when do you need them by? He goes, I'm on my way home now. Oh, no. See, that and wouldn't go, happen at my house. Oh, no, but see, I, well, it only <laughs> happened once, and I laughed. And I said, well, good luck. I hope you get home in time to iron it and get it ready. And, and I went on with my day. it happen because I'm mean or because or I'm trying to Oh, no, I'm mean. It would happen because I would be. I would have no clue as to what would go where. <laughs> so that's why. Craig knows better. One time he hemmed one. Marie knows the story. We need, I need to hem, we need to hem our, my pants. I'm like, okay. So I thought, how cute will hem his pants. So I hemmed one leg and he hemmed the other. And we were done. He's like, I can't wear those. And wear it like that. I'm like, what do you mean? I did such a fine job. And, oh, I did a horrible <laughs> job. And I didn't do it on horrible job on purpose. Well, of course when he not. You tried. Again, I really... Yeah, and he, oh, so, yeah. All right, well, that that was good. It's good to know these things because I know there's so many new wives out there thinking, you know, that they're ironing their husband. They probably know that uniform better than their husband, that they're ironing it for them in the morning and they're handing it to them on a hanger and all that stuff. I did that when we were first married. Now my husband washed, yeah, he knows better than to ask me for that stuff. I know, I told my husband. There's just too much going on. You know, they train them to do that in boot camp, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. You're Thanks the training. professional. <laughs> You're the trained professional. You can do the ironing. <laughs> I like that term, a trained professional. Very good. Yeah. All right, so Thank I guess we can go on to about our, um, our uh, what were we going to talk about? Our we're going to talk about creative communication, and I have a couple things. And yeah. so um, just jump in whenever you, you know, wherever you want to. Um, I know that you just got a phone call, Marie, right? Yes. Were you going to tell everybody Ooh. that? Hopefully no, but now that Wendy did, I am. <laughs> Don't you love OPSEC? Isn't it great when you have girlfriends? I wasn't going to say, Maybe hey, I got a phone last, call. It was last 
It wasn't, re- yes, I won't say when it was, but I did get a phone call, and of course I can hear the wind whipping around and everything, and I'm like, where are you? And he goes, well, you know, I can't tell you that. I'll just tell you that it's warm and beautiful. And I was like, oh. Well, they As are, a, you know. Stupid submarines. Yeah. <laughs> well, we know that he's not, you know, up someplace cold and grot. Well, he wasn't near me because it was storming, raining, and miserable the day that he called. So <laughs> that's okay. But I will have to say, um, since Wendy brought it up now, that I was completely caught off guard. And I told her this already, that I did one of those because as as Samaritan-wise, we don't get phone calls. I mean, it is rare. I've probably only gotten maybe two other ones in the seven years he's been in. I mean, it is not something that happens. So I picked up my phone, and we have caller ID, and I saw that it was him, and I put it back down ready to walk out the door because I don't know why. I just didn't register. And then as I'm starting to walk away from the phone, I went, oh, my gosh. And I turned around and picked it back up and did the whole hello. You know, and he's, you know, saying, hello, beautiful. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what do you want? <laughs> what happened? You know, and I first time asked, is anyone hurt? Is everybody okay? And, um, you know, he can't say much or anything, but we sit down and we're talking, and it was a good length of a conversation. And all of a sudden he said, so what are you doing today? And I said, oh, I'm taking Michaela to a birthday party, which I completely forgot because he called, and I was on my way out the door when he called, so we relate to her friend's birthday and that was bad and I, then I walked in with the phone on my ear to her girl to her little friend's house and said sorry here's my daughter husband's calling and they were all navy spouses they understood and I just waved and left and sat in the car and finished my conversation so <laughs> and now I know Wendy's going to go into what do you want to talk about what what we well, you know, can the and thing can't is, say we, and, we, we've talked about this before but you know one of the things when you get that surprise phone call is keeping some sort of running little notes by the phone in case they do happen to call. So that way, if you do have, I hate to call it the administrative details of your life that you just have to talk about besides how much you love and miss them, that you can ask those questions. I completely agree because I was so, now for me, I would never have, for some people like, well, your husband was IA, Wendy. You had lists by the phone and you would, you know, write down things you want to talk about so that you didn't have that blank moment and you never knew how long your phone call was going to be. And now for me, not getting calls, I've never even thought about doing that. But I told Wendy this morning, I said, you know, after having that incident, I'm going to go ahead and make a list just in case because um, I was completely awestruck. I mean, he caught me so off guard and I was so wrapped up in my day that, one, I was completely emotional. Two, I had nothing to say even though I had a bazillion things to say. Whoa. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, right. I, and it can be you could actually too like just keep your running, you know, your um your most recent email that you sent or your running letter next to the phone. So it's not something else that you have to do. It could just be whatever you're working on. Absolutely. Because yeah. after he hung up with me, I thought of all the things that I should have asked him. I did remember how to ask how to work the TV after I couldn't figure out how to get the direct TV working anymore. Um, he, you know, we went over, you know, it's so funny because I know that civilians, when I've talked to them, and they think they're like, oh, how romantic. You guys, are, you know, they just somehow picture this movie scene where you're talking about how much I love you and you're my everything, you're my world stars in the sky kind of talk. And I am so telling him that the garage door opener still won't work. Um, I don't know what I did to direct TV. And I'm literally pulling out wires as he's talking to me. So that was our. It's, there's nothing romantic about it. I have to say. I mean, it is very sweet. It's great to have the conversation, but 
a lot of those phone calls are not what people assume they are, which I think is pretty funny. Well, I mean, you know, life happens, right? Yeah. Life happens. Yeah. So, okay, so let's get through some of the things on the list. Um, one of the things that um, Jessica, well, I, I feel like um, we are kind of like taking up the conversation, Jessica. She just butt in whenever you want. Okay. Please. You we're kind good of at it. Just, we're just, yeah, we get talking and then we, yeah. I just kind of, I'm one to kind of take everything in. <laughs> so I'm just kind well, of. We're going to start calling up. on you then, Jessica. Well, <laughs> So, Jessica, do you ever get phone calls like that? I mean, do you? No, your husband is on a ship, correct, not a submarine? Yes. Okay, we can say yes. that. Now, when he is on a ship, do you get phone calls? Yeah, they can actually call from the ship. Oh, Pretty crazy. Again, so jealous. Yeah, but it's very, very expensive. So it's usually rare. Oh, so they have to pay for it? Explain oh, yeah. us how that works. Is it a phone oh, yeah. card? Uh, yeah, it's like a something like a dollar a minute, something like that. That's not but, a bad um, being overseas, yeah, they, I'll have to say. They can get, like, a calling card, but the only thing is, is um, um, sometimes it doesn't. It's it's not the greatest thing. I mean, it's great, but it's not the greatest thing to do it off the ship because a lot of times it can just hang up on you and you lose minutes. And But anyways, um, what what we do is um, a lot of times they kind of have a, an idea of where the, you know, the ship's going to be porting. Mm-hmm. And so we'll actually sit down, or the ship is going to port, rather, and we'll actually sit down and we'll come up with like a, just similar to like, you know, that post that you put on your blog, um, on the My Crazy Amazing Military Life blog? Uh-huh. Um, with the um, the code words. Yeah, I figure we'll we talk about that thing. here in a minute. Yeah. So it's like you're wondering like where... Like, if I'm wondering where he's at, he'll say, you know, I'm at Snickers Bar or I'm at, you know, and then I know, okay, he's here, you know, I know where he's at, you know. So that's how that's how we do it. Now, see, I know more. women that have made um, that grid maps because, I'm, you know, being in the Navy, you can be just about anywhere. And it's so mm-hmm. funny. I've actually known couples to grid a map, like literally the map of the world, which I think is pretty cool when you have to grid the map of the world. <laughs> and then you break up the oceans and in in around. You don't have to break up. Usually if you're in the Navy, you don't have to break up like, you know, Russia and Asia and Canada. But you break up, you know, the ocean and all the port, you know, the outer lying, you know, mm-hmm. uh, countries. And they will pin them with different colors or code words or whatever. So he'll say, I'm blue or whatever, and that will mean he's in Spain, you know. Oh, yeah, yes. So I just thought that that was kind of cool. So do you guys do something like that, or do you just kind of know about where he's going and then you give nicknames to those things? Um, We just have nicknames for all the tentative stops because nothing's really written in stone until they're there. Exactly. And so we just, just go off of the nicknames. So Very cool. That's something that I know a lot of new wives are thinking, oh, I wish I would have done that this time. I know. That's And then um, sometimes um, it's kind of nice because when they do um, pull in somewhere, a lot of places um, will sponsor, you know, phones for them or um, discounted rated calling cards and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's always, like, more ideal um, if, if someone's husband is going out, like, on a carrier it's um, much more, you get a lot more for your money if you wait until they're in port and talk to them in port because a lot of times, um, hmm. I'm not real sure what companies do it. I'm not sure if it's like AT&T or, or who Yeah, I need to know that for port but, stuff. But it's really, it is nice when, they, when they're able to do that because then you can talk longer. You get a little bit more time, time to talk. But even with us, I mean, 
with a deployment, you know, which is different than the, a lot different than the subs, but still we don't get that many calls either. Well, do you, now, so this goes with subs and surface ships and for anybody else, um, how do you decide what you tell and don't tell your husband? Do you guys tell each other just about everything or do you censor yourself? We're pretty open. Yeah, we're pretty. Now, does your does say, the ship uh, put out anything like that that you can or can't? You know, do they discourage you? Well, like, for example, um, Usually, like, when they're in port somewhere, they're really not supposed to say, you know, for OPSEC reasons over the well, sure. But, like, um, this last visit in Hong Kong, it's funny that you said that because my husband, he said, oh, guess what? I can tell you where I'm at. He's right on the phone with me. He's like, <laughs> I'm in Hong Kong. And I'm like, cool. You know, but they were, you know, de- they were briefed before that it was okay. It was already public knowledge that they're in Hong Kong. It's just confidential as far as their pullout date and you know they don't tell them everything like that like when they're leaving or mm-hmm. when they're coming in but it was kind of neat to be able to talk to him and him just say we're in hong kong <laughs> do you have anything yeah. to add to that wendy about what you say and you don't say on the phone is that well, yeah I, yeah because otherwise we'll go into emails too um you know you know we've talked about this before on the mm-hmm. show and yes. it's a and i just really think it's a it's a personal thing you know mm-hmm. you talk about what you know, you feel comfortable with, and I think that if you're used to sharing everything, and you suddenly stop, and that, then that's our problem. Yes, with with him, with everything when they first hit the door, when they come home, that could be a problem. Well, so, see, for me, if you yeah. if I don't tell him every, if he sees that I'm I've slowed down or stopped about something, he, that automatically is a flag to him, even while he's gone, that something's not right, and then he worries, and then I really believe that you're letting their imagination run. But at least that's my husband. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I, I really think it's um, it's an individual thing. Uh, you know, I think as far as what you say and you don't say, we could spend like a whole hour talking about that. Oh, yeah. That, Absolutely. Know? That's why I was going to go on to the next. Do we want to take a quick break? Um, yeah, let's take a quick break. And I wanted to tell everybody, too, I extended the showtime in the thing. So when I saw hits, that. I'm well prepared. When then we won't actually lose everybody because I know that Talk Radio is a little bit different now, and they will cut us off. They cut us off last week. Oh, <gasps> so we it's all gone. We I didn't listen to we it. We were just like, boop, we were gone. Oh, so, well, thanks, yeah, Bob. So, Talk for the warning. So yeah, so we'll take a break, and uh, I think we'll listen to the. Do you want to ask the chief? That'd be Marshall? good. And all then, right. uh, and then we'll be back right after the break. Okay. This is the Chief from AskTheChief.com, and you're listening to Wendy and Marie on Navy Wife Radio. If you have a Navy-related question, visit our website at AskTheChief.com, where we've been keeping sailors informed for over five years now. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. I had a couple of things that can help, you know, do cool things for communication while you're sponsoring yes. life. Um, one, I think, is for the kids more. We've talked about it before. It's a little daddy pillow that you can have made with a picture of the daddy. And the flat daddy where and it just helps the kids create that, you know, sense that the dad's still here or mom, however that works. Um, and I've actually seen one where they'll take the uniform shirt and button that up, and it it makes and they make it into a pillow. So it's actually like their shirt, not just a picture, but it's yeah. you know it smells like dad, looks like dad, all that whole thing. 
So I thought that was pretty cool. I thought that is very cool. That's an interesting idea. Um, I did have one website to give out. It's I'mAlreadyHome.com. I'mAlreadyHome.com, and that is the website we talked about it before. Um, I finally found the site. It's um, the flat daddy, which is a picture of your service. It doesn't have to be daddy; it could be mommy too. A picture of your deployed spouse in their uniform, and it's a cutout versus just a poster. Yep, I think we've got, we've mentioned this, haven't we? Well, we didn't put the um, oh the link. Yeah. Oh, yeah. very good, very good. Because I know so, so many people would think that's pretty cool, yeah, especially for so, little kids. And it's really, really neat. So it's a cutout. It's, it's actually like their whole shape, and it's just half of them, just from their waist up, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And the other thing I had, um, when Craig was gone, um, our um, pastor had sent him a journal that was a spiritual journal that had, you know, it's not dated, so he could put the dates in of his deployment, but it had Bible verses in it and um, different spiritual stories in it. And for us, that was really cool because he wrote something in it every day. You know, just little things, maybe what he had for lunch or breakfast or what he was thinking that day or something that he was upset about or just a message to me or just in general. And the the entries are, there's not, there's only like three lines per day. Excuse me. So it's really, it's not a big, huge, blank piece of paper that the, that they have to fill out. And, you know, I, I realize, you know, everyone has comes from different faiths who listen to our show. This one just happens to be a Christian-based book, but... It was um, you can you can find them on the internet. It was just a deployment um, spiritual journal, and so when he came home, he gave me that, and it has uh, notes in it from his from the time he left to the time he came home, and it was it's just been really neat to read through. Very cool. I like that idea a lot. To get an insight into what his I mean, I'm sure I'll never fully get a full insight. Into Comprehend, his, yeah. You know, an IA deployment. Because it is so different. Uh, well, I don't think you can get in their heads about any kind of deployment, whether on a ship, a sub, or whatever, what it's like to be, you know. In fact, there was a great post over on Navy Wife Radio. There was a question. Um, it was, no, I'm sorry, it was a comment to one of our posts about um, how do I make my husband miss me? Remember that one? Oh, yeah. How do I get my husband to miss me? There was a great, if everybody would like to go over there, over to mymilitarylife.wordpress.com, um, and you put in how to get uh, my husband to miss me, or you look over on our side most recent comments, a gentleman that is a former active duty submariner uh, wrote a comment about that and just talked about how when you close the hatch, you really are letting that world go. And he wrote it so well, and it makes so much sense. It's really good insight to what our husbands deal with when they leave because it's not what you think. You know, they have to be able to separate their feelings, emotions, and their life at home from work to be able to keep their head on straight. So it was really interesting how he put it, and he put it really well. Yeah, I saw that, and I thought it was very well. Yeah, I think it's everyone should go and read that. And it was under, what day was it? What what we do is our our blog gets found under so many unique search terms. And that was a search term that was really hot at the time. Yes. That's how that post came about. You know, we never know what you guys are going to request or how you're going to find us. And In fact, I might go ahead and bump it on the site like I did one of the recent ones. And what we do then is when we bump it, we don't actually put the whole post. We'll just hit it, and there will be a link to go back to the original so that you'll be able to see all the comments too. So I know we have a caller calling in. It's Corey's Angel from our chat room. 
So if it's okay with you guys, I want to unmute her. Sure. That'd be great. Hello, Corey's Angel. Hello. What, what is your first name? My first name is Brooke. Brooke. <laughs> How are you doing, Brooke? Good. Hi, How Brooke. are you? Very good. What can we do for you tonight? Uh, you made the comment of on the uh, how do I get my husband to love me. Um, well, how do I get my husband to miss me? That was right. the, that was the well, thing. Yeah. Miss me. Well, um, the thing that my husband always says when we're um, explaining to our children is that it's kind of like a time warp. It's like a time capsule. Once he's in it, it's like he never really left. Because he can't see because he can't see the outside world, although he knows right. that the time has gone by. When he leaves, he still left things the same here in his mind. Cause he well, sure, yeah, he's kind of walking back into it. Right. They, it's a time capsule. He said it's like a bad time warp. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a really good way of putting it. It's like a bad time warp that, you know, they, they have to submerge themselves into their job because if they didn't, they would incredibly miss us. Absolutely. And, well, I'm actually going over to the post right now and um, clicking on it. And what it was is he wrote, um, I'll read it really quickly. He wrote, as a former Submariner, I thought I might chime in to what goes through our heads when we walk out the door to go back to sea. He says, first we try not to think too much about what we are leaving behind to get our head in the game as soon as possible. The boat is going to cast offline, the hatch is going to close, and the world we leave behind is going to be beyond our control for the duration. What I always try to do was forget about it. Thinking uh, much about anything to do with home can only make things harder. A family gram or a letter is really one of the greatest things you can get, but you have to know when to put it away. Writing letters is good, too, but I've always set a certain time for it, like Sunday after services. The isolation on the boat is fruitful, a fertile field for thinking bad thoughts. It is far too easy to let our imaginations run away with them. So it may seem callous, but it is really a matter of maintaining an even keel the best thing I could do for my family was to come home to them, and the surest way not to make it home is to have your head somewhere else. So I just thought that that was a great um, guy's point of view of a deployment. Yeah. And it's true because so many of us think, well, you know, oh, I want them to be thinking about me, missing me, writing me every day, when really they, it's, it, I can't imagine what it's like, especially to be on a submarine where literally you don't see daylight for months, and you're in this little miniature world under the ocean, with no contact like that, I just can't imagine. I couldn't do it. Right. And, and, you know, a lot of surface ships, maybe Jessica knows the answer to this, but I've actually, you know, remember when we sat next to Hardy at our event? He said there's lots of guys underway on an aircraft carrier that never see. They're because down of the ship. below. Yeah, yeah that's right, because, because of the ships they work and the times and Unless everything else. they get a pork call or something like that, you know, when they actually get to come off. But well, my dad was on where aircraft. they work yeah. on the ship, they could not just. They, it go could up go any weeks time. and weeks, you know, without going Seen up. Seen sunlight and, yeah. Now, my dad was on an aircraft carrier, and his comment was always, um, he uh, he got he was, uh, I think, a radio guy, so he was up near the top, and he got to see that a lot. But he says the one time that, you know, the only reason you really saw a guy sometimes come up that normally didn't come up is if he was sick, because then he could see the horizon and center himself. So, you know, you're not much use when you're below if you're throwing up, so I guess. No. <laughs> so he said that was the one, one of the times where you could come up, get some air. Center yourself and go back down to work. Yeah. But um, so anyway, but that was a great comment. So I just wanted to say that um, it's really cool to hear from that point of view because it makes it puts it in perspective for us as the wives. Well, and I think we as the wives have to understand that they entrust us when mm -hmm. they go to because they have to shut that down. They have to emotionally shut that down and be available when they do get letters or have the chance to send an email when 
and they actually use it more as an outlet than we do, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Because they're so oh, yeah. disconnected that it's just a reach back of, hey, I'm finally able to stop and have a moment, and I do miss home. Mm-hmm. So the emails that we do get are incredibly precious because we do get them, and it is that time away from reality for them. Well, their reality on the submarine. Right. Well, you know, my husband and I did something different this patrol, and I told Wendy and Jessica about about this. We did the watch, where we set the watch to the certain time, and it beeps at, yeah, it beeps at a certain time every night on both of our watches. And he wrote me in one of his last emails. He said, you know, because we both have this love-hate relationship with these watches, because he (laughs) says it broke through his barrier, as he put it, which I thought was a very different way of putting it. Because he puts up a barrier when he goes out to sea. It's, you know, like like this gentleman wrote about. He says he puts his mind onto one thing, and that is the patrol itself and doing his job and doing it well. And he has his times that he thinks about me and the kids. And there are certain times, you know, and, of course, he says that we come through his mind, but he shakes it and goes. he tries to carry on with his job. And so he said one night this alarm went off, and it completely caught him off guard. And it really broke his, in quote, barrier. So I thought that was really touching, but at the same time, I felt kind of guilty, almost kind of bad, you know, because he was ahead, he I'm couldn't sorry. control it. No, go ahead. Essentially, they shut it down because that's their way of getting back to us. Mm-hmm. Doing their job and doing their mission is a way of their way of getting back to us. The quicker they do their job, the quicker they do their mission, the better they do their mission, the sooner they're back home. That's right. Well, thanks, Brooke, so much for calling. Did you have any other questions or comments? Oh, the journal. We started journals. Uh-huh. We started journals for each other. When either one of us would get a free moment instead of the emails, because our email isn't reliable. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's in. The email is never reliable, and you know there's a chance it's going to get flagged because she said that the battery died. Yep. Um, <laughs> so instead of the emails, we each started a journal, and in my halfway box, or when I knew they were going to hit port at halfway, I would send my journal so that he would have the first half. And Very then cool. I would start the second half, and he keeps one throughout the whole deployment. He, we go to, you know, Walmart or Target and pick up a journal, and he just keeps it. Or a notebook. Oh, absolutely. Oh, notebook. That, yeah. Way, yeah. that way you're not overwhelming them when they come through the door with all the stuff that's happened in the past six months. You're, you can share it and read. It's quiet time. Well, very cool. Well, thank you so much, Brooke, for that. I know that you're helping a lot of new wives and seasoned thank wives. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks for, for calling, and have a great for, night. Thanks for doing this. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Great help, everybody, I'm sure. Thanks. Our pleasure. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, that was Brooke. She is Corey's angel over in the chat room, so if you want to say hi to her, she's in the chat room right now with Navy Wife Radio. Very cool. I love that. Um, okay, let me think. What else do I have really quick on my list? I One of the things that I did for Craig is we made Marie, Marie um, we always laugh about scrapbooking because we're not <laughs> so creative about scrapbooking. But I actually made a little mini scrapbook for him. I went Ooh. to Walmart and got this cute little, it's like a 4 by 4 photo album, and I took digital pictures and printed them out and put a little caption with everybody, you know, that you know, in the family. And I've done that, you know, a few times before, and they're so small that, like, now I have them around my house. And they're so cute to look at, and I don't know if you if you've ever thought about scrapbooking, but it was kind of intimidating, or you wanted to send pictures, but you just didn't want to send um, loose pictures, or you didn't want to just send a CD. You want to do something creative. Um, I I found that to be pretty easy to do, and 
it doesn't cost a lot of money, and then you have it for afterwards. Mm-hmm. And and then you can put it in a halfway box if you're a submariner's wife, you know, or you can actually um, send it out to them if you know if you're able to do that through mail. Um, but that was one of my cool things that I loved doing, and and he liked it too. So or a handmade card. For, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, go so ahead. Even for um, beginners, there's so much out there with scrapbooking now than there were, I don't know, five years ago. There's so much, I mean, you can, there's, you know, really user-friendly stuff that's all already put together in a kit for you, and all you have to do are add the pictures, you know, that's if you want That's kind of what to. I had. I had, uh-huh. it came with, like, the frame, and it came with stickers and letters. It was all a little kit. I didn't have to mix and match papers to yeah. anything. It was, and it was actually very fun, because I like doing crafts. I love that kind of stuff. It just <laughs> can get intimidating, because you don't know what to put with what. Right, so, yeah. right. I know, you know I've got a whole closet. It's a storage closet that is designated for scrapbooking. <laughs> I love to do. Well, uh, Brooke just wrote that she adds pictures too to her journal. So I thought for those people too that That's don't even, yeah, that don't even scrapbook. Like even if you just have a notebook, just to be able to put. Because I know you can also now. This is probably more than what she does, but I know you can buy the sleeves. The pictures just go in the plastic sleeves so they don't get hurt. And how cool would that be? Just to be able to insert, you know, into a notebook or whatever. Um, just put in the little pictures just so that later on you have those notebooks with the pictures in them and it's kind of like a little timeline. I thought that was pretty cool. Yes, I like awesome. that. Awesome. Very cool. And, you know, I mean, of all the things we've said here, you know, there, you know, I'm going to go back to the comment that we got on the website where the guy who was on there said, you know, there's nothing like getting a family gram or a letter in the mail. And mm-hmm. in reality, if if that's all that you do is is make sure that you send that one family gram a week or – one letter every week or every other week, and that's all you do. And you don't send a picture. You don't do um, anything. You know, you're not cropping pictures or anything like that. Uh, anything that you send, they will absolutely love. Well, like he says, they cherish it. You just have to know when yeah. to put it away because it's got to be hard too to be able to set it down. So yeah, I just encourage you if you're thinking, well, you know, I don't know what to write or. Um, I'm so, you know, down and out because I feel bad because he's gone and, and I don't want to bring him down because I'm in a, you know, kind of a, a the deployment blues, so to speak. Uh, I just encourage you to, to just, you know, um, do your best to to write regularly, even if it is mm-hmm. a little family gram. And once you do start writing, it'll get easier. As I was going to say, last deployment easier. I yeah. did that um, with a coffee table book. Uh-huh. And, um... Um, I think it was my publisher I used. There's all kinds of different um, places that you can go online where you can do, like, journaling and add pictures. And we actually, um, he was gone for Father's Day last year, so we did a whole, just a small little album that you just type everything in on the computer and you upload your pictures and you send it off and they print it out for you and send it to you all in a nice little package. That's That's really neat to be able to give them this book that had, you know, pictures and, and you know, different things that, you know, we wanted to tell him or, you know, things that were just between our family that just made made it special, and he just loved it. He said all the guys liked it, too. They they wanted one, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's so cool about this neat. is that when my dad was in the Navy, I mean, my dad's almost 70 years old, but when he was in the Navy, they had tour books. 
And the carriers oh, yeah. got these huge tour books, and they were like these coffee table like books, gorgeous books. They had pictures of all the ports, everything they did, inside jokes, little like miniature yearbooks in between them of all the, you know, it shows people on, you know, in the crew, all this stuff. Uh-huh. And now they just don't do that stuff anymore. So I really think that that stuff becomes really sentimental once they're especially retired or, you know, years from now, maybe one of their children or grandchildren will be serving and can share these kind of memories and thoughts and feelings with them to show them what it was like for them. And I just think that it's important to hold on to that stuff, especially because, you know, my husband in the beginning was like, oh, I don't want to do any of that. I might not want to remember this, you know, kind of joked around and everything, you know, especially when you're new and all you're doing is cleaning, you know, um, do you really want to remember that? But I always would tease with him that, no, I said, you do. And I said, someday you're going to look back on this and they're going to be some of the best memories you've ever had. So anyway, I just wanted to say that even if they're not important now, they're going to be important someday, even, you know, to not only to your husband, but to your children. I mean, this is their life, too. Yes. Yeah, I know. That's why, I mean, I love it. Usually there's like a ship's photographer, and we've gotten pictures, you know, from the guys on the boat sometimes. Mm-hmm. Taken, I, I wish they'd do more of that, and I think that's... Well, you know, it's like with subs, cool. you're not supposed to have the cameras and so many places. so hard. Now, I do know that my that's husband... Why, that's why they have a ship's guy that does it that way. Well, I know a lot of the guys do it themselves, too. And, you know, but then the problem is you can't share them. <laughs> you can't go on the web. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I've got rolls, uh, yeah, stacks of pictures, but my husband, I'm like, can I put this up? He's like, no. I'm <laughs> like, oh, well, that stinks. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, um, let's move on. And do you guys have any other cool ideas before we before we switch gears? No. Um. I, my thing was I, my recent post since then was the email that I had been flagged, and um, I told everybody I was going to write that, and I did. So you can go over to mymilitarylife.wordpress.com, and you can read about my email issues. And it's so funny because I swear now I have been flagged. I can't prove it, but. Um, with the timing and emails going through and everything, I've just decided that for fun I was going to start writing all the words that you shouldn't write in the first paragraph. Do you remember from Operation Dinner Out, there was a girl named Honey that's at the panel, and she yes. said she did that? Do you remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, remember that. She's like, I wrote, you know, just to enter, you know, oh, no, her husband did it. So oh, it wasn't her, it was her husband, because he wanted to, he wanted to give the radio men something to do. So he wrote in, like, well, a whole paragraph. I thought it was like a program that kind of edits it. It's not. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Maybe it's once it's flagged, it has to be read, though. I thought oh. that's how it works. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what he said. So he did it because he was picking on the radio men. So the radio men had to read then his whole thing because he would write divorce, death, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, all the stuff, you know, in it. But anyway, you wouldn't know your husband never got along with the radio men and got emails. I know that's true. Remember? Yeah. Okay, so we guess we should move on. What, what's your next thing? Okay. Um, um, okay, so we're going to start. Um, we're going to – let's take a quick break. We'll play um, – let's see, what are we going to play? Jessica's doing the controls tonight. So how about the Pat, the Pat promo, Jessica? When we come back, there was a couple of questions that we got um, about um, job sites for if you're looking for a job on base. We've answered this before, but we'll do it again since I got an email about it. And the book club, yes. Yeah, and the book club. So when we get back, we have uh, more to talk about, so stay with us. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. This is ET1, Pat Rabby, the creator of Hey Shipwreck, and you're listening to Wendy and Marie on Navy Wife Radio, SubmarineWife.com. 
Okay, welcome back, everyone. Um, the question was, you know, if I'm looking for a job on base, what website can I go to? And we have had this question before. It seems it's like a really popular thing, so I thought since um, we asked and someone asked, I'd post it again. USAjobs.gov is a great website. It's USAjobs.gov. And there you'll you'll find listings for any federal job, not just with the Department of the Navy, but it could be with the VA, it could be with um, Homeland Security, it could be with the Department of the Army, any government job at all. And it's all electronic. You post your website up there. You can do a job search based on your location. And um, so that is a very good website. And the other one is for the Department of the Navy, since we're Navy Wife Radio, I'll give that out. Uh, and both, mo most of these uh, jobs listings that you'll get to, like I said, you can either search, well, not most of, all of them, you can search for them CONUS or OCONUS, whether you're in the States or you're overseas. So the one for the Department of Navy is chart.donhr.navy.mil. So just the abbreviation for Department of the Navy, D-O-N-H-R.navy.mil. And that's the listing for, there you'll find jobs for exclusively the Department of the Navy. You can upload your resume there and search for jobs in your local area on your base specifically. Very good. So that answers that question. And... Um, Let's see here. Oh, we had an we had a question over on the website about our book club, and we were just talking about this, Marie and I. Um, the last book that we read, we didn't really do it as a book club selection, but we reviewed it. And we had her on was Michelle Keener, and she wrote the book Shared Courage. She's a Marine wife, and it was about uh, the beginning of Desert Storm, and her husband was in Iraq and Afghanistan. It's a it was a phenomenal book written, you know, first person, her point of view. We had her on, so they emailed us and said, you know, do are we going to do a list? Are we going to well, add a book to our well, book they, Well, the email actually was, the question was, um, what's with your book club? <laughs> Which my response to Wendy was, hey, what's with our book club? We've kind of yeah. forgot about that. And it's not that we don't want to do it. It's just, you know, for all of you guys that don't know this, Wendy are not, and I are not paid employees. Neither is Jessica. We don't give her any money to do this. She does this out of the kindness of her heart. And just we believe in what we're doing is a good thing. So um, we both have jobs and other things outside of this that we do. So with all that said, um, we're trying to get ourselves together with a website and a chat room, and we want to have a book club. So um, we want to awesome. start a yes, we want to start a reading list at least first before we actually start a book club, and we want to start listing all of our favorites, mill spouse related and non mill spouse. So like you know, if you have your favorite book that's by a great author, you know, that has nothing to do with the Navy, military, or anything like that, that's great. Or you know, your favorite military book that maybe it helps you. Um, get through a deployment, maybe gave you tips, information, you know, it was more factual. Uh, we'd like to know what it is. And Wendy and I have some of our own favorites. We have some of our very own favorite authors, favorite books. Um, and we'll probably break it up by different stuff, everything from deployments, to, you know, a good deployment read, to a good, you know, what tearjerker, to, you know, science fiction and fictional and non-fictional right, and all that. Nicholas Sparks. Oh, Nicholas staff. Sparks will be on the top of our list. For a good staff. laugh, we'll have Sophia yes. Kinsley. Yes, if you've never read Sophia Kinsley, like one of her books, or is it 
Kinsella. K I N S. Oh, sorry. I know. I don't know how you say that exactly, but she wrote the the Shopaholic series, Shopaholic and Baby. Yes. Can you keep a secret? Yeah. The Undomestic Goddess. We're going to post those links up there. I think what Marie and I decided, and we can do this for Jessica too, is if we recommend a book, we'll put like, our star, like whether it's a one star, two star, three star, four star, five star. We're gonna I imagine there will be books that I would love and Jessica will say, ooh, that's not any good. Or well, you know, know, not only that, <laughs> but we have so many great people send us books too. And instead of not, I, and I don't, we, we don't want to give anyone bad we don't press. We bank, don't. Yeah, we don't want to be mean. We certainly, yeah. But at the same time, we also want to give our honest opinion of things. And, you know, hopefully everyone will respect us for being honest and giving our reviews like that. So it gives us a chance to give more than one opinion so that if one person says, you know, oh, I hated it, the other person can, you know, save it by saying, well, I thought it was amazing. Yeah, and you guys will be able to comment on what you, you know, our our listeners will be able to comment what they thought of the book. And and right now I'm I'm reading a new book, and I can't wait to tell you guys all about it when I'm done with it. Um, it's called Separated by Duty, United by Love, and it's by Shelley Vander. Oh, I'm just gonna mess up her last name, Vander V O O R D E. I don't know how you say that. Nice. Vander Ward. I wanted to find a deployment book that wasn't so... um, Sappy? No, not sappy. So dramatic, I think think is probably a better word. Oh, really? Harsh. Um, You know, I I do believe, you know, obviously there's things such as, you know, PTSD, and those are some serious things that that we cover on this show. But I wanted something that wasn't... um, that covered, you know, different kinds of deployments and not just a deployment to Iraq, I guess, is probably a better, best way to say it. So we, so you can have your choice depending on your situation and where your husband or spouse is deployed to, what, you know, what you would, what would fit your situation, I guess. Well, what's great is we'll be able to list them, too, under each of our um you know, our own unique, because, you know, we all have our own personalities, and so, you know, if you if you think that you relate with Wendy more, you'll be able to read, like, you know, she'll have her favorite, you know, you know, rotating or something through the list, like, we'll have favorites, our top, you know, so many books, too, so, or if you feel like you relate with Jessica or I, you know, then you'll say, you know what, I think I'd like what Marie would like, you know, and then I'll have my, mine up there, my favorites, so which is, I think, really cool. the traditional book club. No, no. That, I guess that's... Well, eventually we would like to get people to start reading a book along with us. Like we'll throw out a book and we'll, you know, we'll offer for people if they want to read with us, then that way we can blog about it and write about it. People can write comments and talk about it and discuss it like a little online book club. But let's let's start with our, you know, let's start our expectations low and just get the reading list. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I think we all like Sarah Smiley. I think we can agree Oh, (laughs) yes. I can't wait for her new book to come out. Who's? Sarah's. I didn't know oh, she yes. a new book. Yeah, she's writing oh, a new book. Now I'm really getting excited. I know. I, I oh. am, too. I'm like, hurry up. And, you know, not that she's <laughs> not busy enough with her three baby boys. Yeah. Well, they're not all babies, but, yeah. Um, okay, all right, so we have that one. Let's see, what else was I going to tell you guys? Oh, big announcement, okay. I have somehow, and I don't know how this happened, but. Uh-oh. You know that commercial we keep running, Ask the Chief? Yes. I have somehow um, convinced the um, a few of the chiefs over at Ask the Chief to mm-hmm. debut their first Ask the Chief show. 
in May. Yes, yes, which you know somebody over here in the chat room was just asking, say, hey, who's the chief, who is the chief anyway? And I let them know, well, you know, it's a panel of chiefs. It will not reveal their identity because they are active duty. They are serving us right now. You know, I went on that website. I went over there just to, like, scan around and just see what it said. Oh, my goodness, just reading the questions and the answers helped me understand so much about the Navy. <laughs> you know, you know I did the, it's so neat. I it's did the same thing, and I called Wendy, and I told her, I said, you know what, I've decided that no one in the Navy knows how to dress, that they can't dress themselves. <laughs> oh, they have a lot. There's a lot of uniform questions. There's a lot of uniform stuff, or how to wear my hair, or ball cap, or can I carry a purse? Yes. <laughs> so I just thought that that was really funny. <laughs> no, but it's a great resource. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're gonna do. They're gonna talk about careers. They're gonna talk about when to negotiate for orders. They're talk about IA deployment. So we have two shows coming up. Two new shows that are gonna debut in May. One is gonna be an Ask the Chief show, which is going to be you know chiefs talking about chief stuff. And you can you know our listeners can call in or email their questions to be asked on air. And then the other is um, you know an active duty guy show, which. Uh, mm-hmm which will be cool, and they're going to talk about probably nothing, you know, just whatever <laughs> well, they Well, it will be like the male life. version of us, yeah. which is kind of yeah. scary, and they'll probably be very <laughs> mad that I said that, and they can be mad. So that's those are two huge things coming up for us, and they'll debut on um, Military Life Radio, and um, we hope to bring you more shows like that that will kind of cover um, more views, more viewpoints of the military life. And not just the Navy point of view, but other forces as well. So we'll see what happens with that. So, um, And, you know, we are still going strong on the blog over there. We've got the Coast Guard wife, Jen. She was on the show before. and um, We're you know, still looking for our Marine and Army wife. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you're interested in and Air Force, you have sorry. a blog, it's better oh, if you have too. a blog. That way oh. we can read what you've written. So if you don't have one and you're thinking about writing, start a blog, make some posts, and let us read what you've got. Very good. So, yeah, so that's that was my big news. I'm very excited about it. April 16th, well, you know, April 15th, tax day, everybody. Dun, dun, dun. April, it's April 14th is the, the premiere of Hey Shipwreck, the second season. I will be ready and waiting. Uh, Pat Rabby, uh maybe we can get in to, him to call in and give us a quick shout-out on the 15th. And... Uh, Yes, we want Air Force Wives. I know, you just saw that, too. I'm writing, yes, all yeah, branches, but we want. And, and, you know, that's the other thing, Julie. I want to tell everybody, I, we have an upcoming show coming up on spacey travel. And it's, a, you know, it's 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 opened up now. You know, once your, if your husband's been deployed more than 120 days, you can fly space A. If your husband's IA, um, you know, it's not uncommon now for spouses to fly over to Germany and spend the two weeks R and R over in Europe. So you yes. have a lot of options open to you. So we're working on a IA sh- or a space A show, and over at um, Jenny's Julie Negron's blog, it's called JennySpouse.blogspot.com. I'll give it to you again, JennySpouse.blogspot.com. She has a post in there. Uh, she's recently went on a space A trip, and uh, she has this post where she, you know, she's in line at the space A terminal. And she sees this young wife uh, with her luggage cart, and it's got all kinds of um, luggage on top with the baby car seat perched on top of it, balanced. And oh, she yeah, that was me. And a small backpack. 
you know, on one shoulder and holding her baby on her hip on the other end. And she's just, you know, looking. Um, and from Jenny's blog, I'll quote, absolutely fearless. And, uh, you know, kind of going towards, you know, Marie's column that she writes over there for the Periscope. Um, it says, there was nothing about her that would indicate she might be, quote, dependent in any way. <laughs> I love so that. It is a great little piece there, and it's about space age travel. So if you've ever thought about, if you're in San Diego and you think you might want to go to Charleston because you have family there, or you are overseas and you're in Japan and you're thinking you might want to come to the States because um, your husband's deployed and you want to you know, come home, or, or whatever your situation is, we want to give you some stories of people that are doing it. Now, that new Space A travel thing, I just want to make it very clear to people, the only thing that you have to have that makes you eligible after that, you can't just show up and say, hi, my husband's deployed for more than 120 days, I want to fly Space A. Your command has to write the letter. And if you go onto the websites that you just put in Space A travel, there will be a I've actually downloaded a sample letter, and I'll look it up and link it for you and put it on our blog this week because there is a sample letter that your command has to write and um, signed by the uh, COXO or so, stating that your husband will be gone that long. And then that letter is you're pretty much your ticket to get, you know, to be on the list for a flight. Right. Um, I haven't seen that, but I'll take Marie's word for it. Yep, I've already checked it out. In fact, I've printed mine off for mine. <laughs> so it's also for ships, and, you know, if anybody's deployed that long and your captain or, you know, XO will say that you are being deployed, I've heard that you've got the yes to go then. All right. So I'm excited. I'm going to try to do it. So we that's what we have coming up, and we're going to do an IA show. That's coming up. Um, now I'm getting interested in this. I've got to try this. I think I'm going to try this IA thing. Yes. Not the IA, the space A. <laughs> the space you don't want to try the IA thing. No, I don't want to do that. No. <laughs> space A. Sorry. And I'm not uh, a cold medicine. I don't have an excuse. <laughs> well, um, yeah, just Google space A so everyone can be a little bit, you know, read up a little bit. What I'll do, too, um, is I'll go ahead and post the top three um, sites that I have found, and I'll put the link to the sample letter that was re- being required. Because I know there's a lot of information out there when you Google Space A, too. So I apologize when you look. <laughs> yeah. I think it's spaceA.info or something like yes, that. Yes, there's it's one like, of those, .net or something. One, it's militaryliving.com has the book on Space A travel, and um, it's a great place to start. So, so yeah, so that's what's coming up. Um, we've got about seven minutes left in the show. So do you guys have anything else to talk about? Um, I have the will thing that we can talk about. Oh, yeah, let's talk about that before we go. Um, this is just a really important thing. Um, my husband, I thought the will was going to be very easy. You know, he's playing. We, we, we've done one before, but we didn't finalize it, which is really awful. So we had to redo it. And he's going to be, it's, it's so funny because for some reason when I think of him in the submarine, I think of him as being safer than others. And, of course, it is safer than probably being on the front lines, you know, with a gun in hand and being shot at during the day which I really like where my husband is safe in the submarine. And for all the, you know, the wives are to us, that, that happens to be, yeah, don't take offense to me. No, 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 I just think that my husband, so I don't think of him as in a situation where, I, I just have never thought about a will, honestly, which everyone should have a will. I mean, people get in car accidents, I mean, daily. That has nothing to do with being in the military, you know, in quotes. But, so I just never really, it hadn't been, on the top of my list, which it should have been, I know, no matter what. So we're redoing this will and everything, especially now since he's going to be getting off the submarine out of his safe place, I call it. <laughs> so 
He's going to be in ports. He's a diver. Right. He goes out and swims with the sharks, which I completely disagree with, and that's a whole other night of complaining. But um, so anyway, I'm doing this, and it asks all kinds of questions. It goes everything, of course, from, you know, uh, medical decisions, you know, if the, if your spouse is on life support, you know, if he's yeah. on life support, who gets to decide who pulls the plug? And I'm thinking, I don't know if I want to decide. Maybe I should make his mom decide. But anyway, so you go through all these lists. It goes through estate. It goes through money. It goes through um, even your your grandchildren that you don't have yet can be planned and do the will, which was shocking to me. So I can decide right now if I want to give anything to my grandchildren that I hope to God is going to be forever and a day until I have. So we're we're doing this whole process, and Nick went into our local legal branch on base and said, hey, I'm getting ready to play. I need to do a will. They said, okay, well, what boat and crew are you on? He tells them. He said, we're going to be coming into the office to take care of that for you. You don't need to do it now. And he says, well, okay, well, I'm here. He goes, no, no, we're coming into the office to make individual appointments. You know, we'll do it then. Okay, so Nick is turned away. He goes into the office. They come through, and they do the list. He signs up on the list, and they schedule all these appointments for the guys, right? Okay. So then they come back, and he notices for weeks, you know, they're there, and your wife comes in, too. It's, you know, with both spouses comes in, sits down with the attorney. That's right. It's for both of you. I mean, there's things in there that pertain to you, him, and both of you at the same time. Well, you should each have your own will. Well, you yeah. should. But this, you, you can do, well, this is like together, too. <clears throat> like ours had both of our stuff in it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so he noticing, and he's like, well, I want to know where I am on the list because I want to tell my wife when the appointment is. So the, he goes to the guy and says, hey, where, where am I at on the list? And he goes, uh, you're not on the list. And my husband's like, what? <laughs> he says, well, you're not on the list. He goes, well, oh, I need to no. be on the list. Oh, I'm no. deploying. I'm telling you, Marie, the weirdest stuff happens to you. Okay, see, all right. Well, this is the, so. This is what happens. So he ends up having to deploy, and they they might have another opportunity, you know, between now and then to do this will. And the guy goes, "Well, I'll just catch you then. Just call the office and see if your wife, you know, you well, or your wife." Know, can... I guess, like, well, do they have a lawyer there that's going to yes. notarize it? Yes. They have a lawyer on board. No. There was going to be a port call at some point. Oh. Somewhere. Okay. Just follow me. I'm trying to follow OBSEC. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, people. <laughs> she is really screwed with OBSEC tonight, everybody. I apologize. <laughs> no, no, I'm just teasing. So anyway, so I call, you know, I, I volunteer at Navy Relief, and I'm calling during one of my free moments, which is very, sometimes very minimal, and I'm calling legal, and this lovely woman answers the phone and she's Uh-oh. just having the best day and I am being Here completely comes the sarcastic. Bus. She's about ready to throw her under the bus. <laughs> I'm so throwing her under the bus. <laughs> I explain the whole situation. I'm very clear. I'm very patient. I have been talking to another guy earlier over the last two weeks and I've said, you know, my husband is deployed. He got somehow he was misplaced. Somebody dropped the ball. He was left off this list. He needed a will done. So I told this woman, who I've never spoken to before, I said, the last two weeks I've been speaking to a young gentleman there that works there, and he has told me that he was going to fit me in, and I understand that your lawyer is going IA. Or no, he's just a point, I think, to Iraq. He didn't say IA, but I'm assuming that's what it is. I could be wrong. But your lawyer was going to Iraq and has limited time. So I needed to be fit fit in as soon as possible to get some of this started, and he was going to work with me so that my husband, when you know he was able to get into a port, could finish this because it was really important to us. She says, and I quote, um, that boy, that young man you spoke to works for me, and no, that's not how it works. Now, granted, I've just wasted two weeks talking with right. this other guy 
who said it was going to be taken care of, and now she is telling me absolutely not. So to conclude this very quickly, the woman told me absolutely not, that there's no way in one little port call that he will be able to finish his will, pretty much telling me that I can't have a will. Yeah, that and, like makes sense to me. Yeah. I mean, I don't, yeah, okay. It's a long, drawn-out thing. I mean, there are, yeah. it has to be drawn up, then it has to be noticed, yeah. then they have I to mean, go over you, it again, then it has to be notarized. Have to then it has witnesses. To be, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. But for weeks, I had been led to believe a different thing, and I could have gone down somewhere else, like to yeah. uh, one of our other bases and have it done. So anyway, I couldn't have it done, so now we have no will. So I wrote my husband an email saying, will's no-go. Um, maybe we should just write our wishes down and tell both of our families they better, um, you know, follow them until further notice. <laughs> so <laughs> Further notice. Because we have kids and everything, so we have somebody named as a guardian. You know, I the whole nine yards. That's so Jessica, let me ask you, do you guys have a will? Um, you know what? I don't <laughs> I don't think I do. I Uh-oh. don't but my husband does. Well you need one just as much. I just it's one of those things. I need to do it. Well see, okay, so now we the need to be a topic. We're gonna put this on the show on the show topic for um upcoming show because i only have we only have one more minute and there is so much more and i want to talk about more about it and go over it because wives should have it just as much as the guys yes and um and you know when you know craig when before he left we went and we both updated our stuff and when you move to a new state you need to update and get a new will even when you have another child i mean anything changes yeah when you have a new child but sometimes you think just because you move uh, it's not a big deal, and it is a big deal. So we'll talk about this more again. Um, we're about to close off our show. If we should go into the archive for a minute minute or two, I wanted to say thanks to everyone who's listening to us live because our live feed's going to drop off in about 30 seconds. So uh, we Yeah, um, thank you, everybody, and thanks yes. for listening. Have a great night, and we'll be live again next Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Yes, thanks, everybody, in the chat room for chatting with us. It was fun, and we'll see you guys next week. Thank uh, you. Yeah, that was Jessica. Okay, everybody. Well, okay, so let's see. If you have a topic or a guest you would like to see on Navy Wife Radio or discussed here, you can email us at admin at NavyWifeRadio.com. Um, our show was sponsored by TheSubReport.com, your daily source for summary news and events, so head on over to TheSubReport.com. Our disclaimers were not part of any official government agency, the Department of the Navy, or the Department Love of the Radio. The views and opinions expressed here are our own and do not re- reflect official Navy policy. Any advice we give is strictly the authors. Should you require professional counseling, please seek a qualified therapist. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. It was fun. Yep. Thanks, uh, everybody. Yep. We'll see you guys next Tuesday and uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern, and we have a special anniversary show coming up in a couple of weeks. So, How exciting. Thanks, Jessica. Thanks, Jessica. Thank you, for Jessica. Thanks, Wendy. Thanks for having me. all the buttons. <laughs> Thanks, Wendy. <laughs> you did a great job pushing buttons. <laughs> yeah, I got one more for you to press if you can hey, do the Is This Love short. We'll yes. close out with Thomas Anderson's song, Is This Love. Okay. And Okay. And everyone, you've been listening to Navy Wife Radio. You can visit us online at NavyWifeRadio.com for showtimes, archive shows, and upcoming guest information.
Close my eyes. 